Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good? Yeah. So, this is, uh, you know, we're living in the post-episode 599 world, as we knew would happen. You know what's interesting, just from my uh, behind-the-scenes perspective, recording this on uh, uh, January 1st, 2022, the new year, the new you episodes... Uh, okay, so a lot of things planned, uh, segments even, special things brewing. Uh, one first thing I wanted to start with, I have some tentative plans, but also, uh, as you know, happens on this podcast, um, very, very brief bulleted notes that somehow turn into an hour-long podcast from time to time. Yeah, so that's kind of what's going to happen here. First bulleted note is the fact that, uh, and I think I mentioned this on a previous episode, I uh, DM'd, I think both on, uh, no, I don't think I could on Twitter, but uh, definitely on Instagram, because that's where I'm reading it, I DM'd Mr. Paul F. Tompkins, podcast goddamn royalty, uh, to see if he wanted to be a guest on this episode, and I've got news, he never responded. <laughs> Not that I thought he would, uh, necessarily, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things, you know, you, you shoot your shot, it doesn't cost you anything. Uh, I, uh, and I'm, I figured what I would do instead is just read the little, uh, you know, little blurb that I sent him, a little DM that I uh, shot his way. Uh, and, you know, who's to say that he doesn't, uh, in 10 years, open up his DMs just for something to do on a bored day and read it and uh, get back to me. And uh, then we'll have him on, uh, you know, episode 700. Right? Right. <coughs> Hello! Yeah, see? I start a lot of things like that. Uh, I'm guessing it's both a fat chance and a slim chance that you will see this, let alone be amenable to this proposal, but I also figured all it cost me is writing this message. The TLDR is that I am nearing the 600th episode of my podcast, The Liberal Cube, and, what, and I would love to have you as a guest. Now, since I love a list, one. I started in 2012 and have virtually no listeners, but I do it because I love the medium and just kind of have fun doing it, really. Here's a link to it, but you can find it in all the usual places. Two. Currently, the segments are movie monologue, television talk, book banter, game gabbin, and internet intercourse. I actually do not have guests, but my thought is just to briefly talk with you about some of your faves in each of these segments, or even just chat about some of them that are in your mind at the time of recording. When I say briefly, I hope to take more than 5 to 10 minutes of your time total and would gladly donate 100 US dollars to the charity of your choice. I am Canadian as well, so that's a lot, I think. 4. Regardless, I just want to say thank you for all the laughs over the years and I look forward to many more. Sincerely, Jordan Maywood. See, that's just a nice little, little message, I think. Um, and uh, honestly, it's, it's like... The, the thought of him being a guest on this is just, you know, that would be mind-blowing and uh, also very unlikely, but uh, it, it's that sort of idea. The reason why I will, or have in the past, not so much lately, uh, no, no, I do right now, um, uh, buy a lottery ticket. It's not because I think I'm going to win. Uh, it's because I like picturing what would happen if I did win. So, uh, you know what, it, just because this is a, a episode... 600 world we're in now so i could talk about what i want um something i do now just in the last <clears throat> maybe like three four months or so is uh i'll buy a uh, scratch ticket uh, my go-to is cash for life because you know you hear all those uh, uh lottery uh, giant winnings ruining people's lives cash for life is a thousand dollars a week for life i don't really know what that means like if, if i buy it and then after a month I die, is that it? <clears throat> Who knows? <clears throat> Anyways, so my thought process there is like, you know, uh, although it is a shit ton of money, it's not that giant lump sum that tends to uh, really screw with people's minds. You know, it would allow me to quit and do what I want sort of thing. Not that I don't do what I want for the most part, but, you know, it, w it would offer freedom is my thought anyways so what i've been doing with regards to that is uh i'll uh, i keep them by this dice tower that i made uh and uh, every morning i will roll two d20s 
Um, and then the, uh, the, the scratch tickets are sort of right there beside it. And my thought is, you know, if I, uh, roll some lucky numbers, <laughs> numbers that I have, you know, just uh, decided in my head are lucky or say two twenties, for example, that's a, that's a different one. Uh, then I will scratch a ticket. Um, and the first time I did it, I won 12 bucks. So then I bought three more tickets and they're sitting there and I haven't rolled lucky number since. So I assume they're just sitting there accruing luck with each daily roll is my thought a dumb thought but a thought nonetheless uh you know it's just dumb it's fun it's full of con hmm, yeah. uh all right so uh, <laughs> segment the first let's say uh is uh, the missus as a guest eh better than paul of tompkins better than paul of tompkins no offense pft but the missus is better. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, she pretty adorable. Uh, uh, like I asked her, uh, to come up with a segment of her own and she sort of came up with, you know, uh, discussing some of her favorite media of the last 10 years as uh, I've been doing this podcast for 10 years now. Uh, also I had two little things for her, which you will hear in a moment. Uh, uh, all right. I, I guess without further ado, why don't we get into that segment now? Editing. So I'm going to do like preamble stuff before, so you don't have to worry about that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So yes, preamble completed here with Emily and she has segments to discuss, namely some of her favorite medias from the last 10 years and then i have a few two little things for you as well Hmm. say hello hello there you go okay so we're just getting right into it let's just get right into it okay so my favorite book in the last 10 years is probably handmaid's tale um and who wrote a handmaid's tale uh, Margaret Atwood. Mm. Didn't you think did? I would get that, did you? <laughs> you didn't have it written down, I see in your notes, so. Well, that's fine. Well, that's pretty good. So, yeah, um, very good, and also good to watch, like, the series afterwards, but I am glad I, like, read the book first. Yes. Why is that? Um, I don't know, just to, like, put everything into perspective as far as, um, I don't know. It was just good to... Compare. Yes. Contrast. Yes. Speak louder. Exactly. All right. Uh, So, movie, you didn't really have a favorite. I didn't really have a favorite movie over the last 10 years, specifically. No. Jaws. We'll just say Jaws. Jaws for the last last 41 years. Okay. Um, And then, what else do you got there? I don't know. Uh, TV series over the last 10 years is Sons of Anarchy. All right. Which I probably watched three or four times in its entirety and how many seasons is like seven i think it's seven um but to be honest like i felt it really went downhill spoiler alert after um tara died tara died tara died uh okay Uh, i think i may have done that on the podcast i'm pretty sure because we watched that together or at least when i did watch it we watched it together and i remember doing a segment on it with you oh okay so this is like a whoops was like a recap of that. Lovely. Yes. All right. So that's movie, TV, book, game. Um, I don't really have a game. Okay. Uh, and lastly, internet. No, my the. Oh. So because I didn't have a movie, I did uh, documentaries or docu series instead. All right. So the first one was Chernobyl. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which you watch twice now? I've watched twice now. Just very very good and like crazy how they just didn't take it seriously um at the beginning actually through the whole See thing the, uh, the waveform there yeah when it's really small like that it means it's, they won't okay. be able to hear you okay so well we should have switched spaces then well mine's about the same um so crazy to see how they didn't really take it seriously at the beginning and you know just let things go for so long and which was why there was like so many people that ended up dying and having you know issues and based on a true story i understand yeah it is based on a true story not not even based on a true story 
It is a true story. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think at the end of that documentary, it basically said how many, like it was tens of thousands of people that um, were either killed or had some kind of um, cancer or um, whatever because of the radiation. And I think the, um, the government said it was only like 13 people. Ridiculous. That were affected by it. Ridiculous. Uh, I also watched that with you the first time, and I think I gave it a five out of five. I really, mm. I, I did really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And my second um, docu series, Tiger King. No, was the Trials of Gabriel Fernandez, uh, which I have no idea what that says. And you would never ever be able to watch it. It would be too much for you. Okay. Because so this eight-year-old boy in 2013 who um, lived with his mother, Pearl, and her um, boyfriend, I can't remember his name, and kind of his whole life went back and forth between uh, living with her and his aunt and his grandmother. And over a six-month period when she started dating her boyfriend, this boy was basically just, um, like, abused. They made him sleep in, like, a little cupboard. Um, They just, like, beat him. Was it under the stairs? It was not under the stairs. Um, Just like really, really horrible. And then um, he, they ended up, I can't remember how, but they ended up either pushing him or beating him where um, he had like uh, a brain injury and then he ended up dying like a day later. Jeez. Is this also a true story? This is a totally true story. Um, So, and it was basically all just about how every single system along the way failed him. Like social services failed him. And the school system failed him and everybody, like nobody just really spoke up and said, this kid needs help. Or when they did speak up, it didn't really go anywhere. Hmm. Okay. So you like uh, docuseries where the system fails the public and um, everyone gets fucked. Yes. All right. So the mom got um, life with no parole and the stepdad actually got sentenced to death. Ooh. Okay. Good? So that, not bad, not a bad, <laughs> not bad, not good, but not bad. All right. What else do you got on your list there? That's it. That's the end of my... 2013. Eight. Oh. Those were notes about... Your shopping list. No. All right. Uh, okay. So then there's my two things that I was going to do to you, for you, with you. Oh my goodness. Uh, first of all is to ask you, of course, since we're talking about some favorites, what was your favorite episode of this podcast? This one. <laughs> all right. And then the part that I've been most looking forward to, I want you to tell me the teepee joke. Oh, okay. So this guy goes to a doctor and he says, teepee in a wigwam, teepee in a wigwam. And then the doctor says... You're too tense. Okay, thank you. Is that you. right? It's the, probably the closest you've ever got. Um, in the preamble, I did, uh, I, I will tell the joke the actual way. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure I did. All right. There you go. Seven minutes. We yeah, had you pretty done. Good. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, anything else you would like to say? Can you smooch? Mm, that's a, it. Congratulations like on your 10 years. I'm really proud of you. Oh, thank you. Welcome. It's nice. To be nice to the nice. Editing. Scoot. Uh, yeah, apologies for uh, a slight dip in audio quality there. I do believe, you know, uh, two people sitting as close as they can, basically sharing one mic. Eh, not ideal. Not ideal. Um, but you know, I, I, I think you could hear for the most part. One thing I did want to do is, uh, actually factually tell the joke, uh, <laughs> just so you could see the slight difference. You know what? That was uh, without a doubt the best time she's ever told it. So, you know, keep that in mind. <laughs> one time, what was the worst one? The worst one, um, it's just, oh yeah, the worst one. Okay, well, let me l- let me tell how it actually goes. So uh, a guy goes to see his therapist, not just doctor, that's important. Guy goes to see a, a, his therapist and says, doctor, uh, I keep having these uh, recurring dreams. They're the strangest things. Uh, in the first dream, uh, I, I, I'm uh, sort of suddenly find myself in the body. Uh, it, it sort of, tra- oh fuck, no, I fucked it up. <laughs> 
Uh, guy goes to his therapist. Yeah, see, a professional would probably edit that out, but, uh, you know, fuck off. Uh, it goes to the therapist and says, Doctor, doctor, I, I keep having the same dream. It's the weirdest thing. My body transforms into a teepee. And then in the dream, uh, my body transforms into a wigwam. Then I'm a teepee, then I'm a wigwam, and then I'm a teepee, and then I'm a wigwam, and then I wake up in a sweat. What do you think it means, Doc? The doctor looks at him and says, I think you're too tense. Uh, yeah, so that's how the joke actually goes, but, uh, and, and you, you can see the missus was uh, pretty close there, but <laughs> the, the funniest time she ever did it was, uh, this is how she started the joke. Uh, a guy goes to the doctor and says, I'm too tense. <laughs> Uh, and then it just sort of, uh, <laughs> petered off from there. Uh, that was a good one. Uh, all right. So next segment is the one that, uh, I recorded quite a while ago. Uh, I might actually even listen to it just to hear how it sounds. It is, I know I preambled it, uh, uh quite a bit, <laughs> but it is the story. Yeah. We're going to put that in quotes. The story of one man's journey, uh, into insanity, basically, you know, if, if I had to use one word, uh, uh, through the use of, uh, magical mushrooms, oh. uh, you know, again, I know I prefaced it already in the, in the recording that I'm about to put here, but I do want to say, I know how this sounds. I, I, I know what this story sounds like, how just batshit crazy it sounds. So, you know, keep that in mind when you're listening. That's, uh, I am aware. I am aware. But um, when we're done listening to that, which I, again, I think I might actually listen just to hear because I haven't listened to it since I recorded it um, uh, months ago. Uh, we'll talk about how the events of this have, I think, sort of shaped my life. Yeah. Wow. That's something. All right. Uh, yeah. Let me uh, put it here now-ish. Hello. Yes, this is, I do believe, and you know, uh, who knows what the future may hold, but will be a segment in episode 600. So uh, at some point during that, I uh, have the tentative plan to, uh, uh, you know, uh, cut to this, where I discuss uh, fascinating and horrifying, truly, truly horrifying experience that I had. Uh, so, you know, that's what's going to happen now. I, I assume future Jordan will explain, you know, all uh, my sort of thoughts and theories when it comes to, uh, episode, excuse me, 600 and how, uh, you know, shit like this can happen where I'll, uh, you know, maybe tell a story, maybe I'll have an interview, you know, stuff like that. So I don't want to tread too much on that ground, rather just hop in to uh, uh, something from my perspective that I should say, oh, first and foremost, yes, I should say, that this is just a story. It didn't actually happen to me. Okay, I'm just telling this from, uh, for an interesting tale to tell. Okay, fellow f fellow listeners, you see what I'm saying here? Anyways, I'm going to tell you about the time uh, uh, yesterday that uh, I... Uh, f overdose is a strong word, but that's certainly how it felt. Uh, on uh, uh, magical mushrooms, uh, had what uh, the kids have for a long time called a bad trip. Uh I think I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast, all uh, allegedly, of course. I've uh, been experimenting with uh, uh, mushrooms a little bit uh, uh, and been having fun doing so until yesterday um, with uh, an interesting, I, don't, I wouldn't even call it an exception, of a time where, uh, because my biggest problem with mushrooms, again, until yesterday, uh, was their taste, uh, a lot of the experimentation was just to find a way in which to ingest them. Uh, one of those experiments was one in which I mixed it with lemonade. Figured, yeah, you lemonade, very strong flavor, uh, probably would have the taste. Now, that was a very intense uh, trip. Uh, nothing like yesterday. N not even a, a quarter. Not, not even a sixteenth. Not even a thirty-second of yesterday. However, it was very intense. Uh, uh, and then I sort of learned afterwards, looking into it, that mixing uh, uh, mushrooms 
and uh, lemonade or, or, or lemons. Uh, it's something called a lemon tech, T-E-K. Is it T-E-K? I'm pretty sure. Um, which uh, has the effect of uh, amplifying their effect. I think it has to do with, and we'll get into this a bit later as well, the fact that it's sort of just dissolves more quickly in your stomach and thus enters your system a lot quicker um it also has the effect that uh, it doesn't last as long so uh you know it, it's not something that i've enjoyed necessarily compared to how uh, mushrooms would normally affect me uh so you know i hadn't done it since then and probably wouldn't uh, really seek out that feeling again however yesterday uh, maybe I'll get a little bit of a backstory uh, that I figured a way with which to uh, ingest mushrooms, which is uh, uh, put them in pills uh, and uh, then eat the pills. Hey, no, no taste whatsoever. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. Other than the fact that uh, I have forever, for as long as I can remember, have had trouble swallowing pills. Uh, and these were freaking big ones. So... Uh, that part was always difficult, uh, but I did manage to, uh, you know, choke it down, as it were, uh, in some cases, literally, uh, just because, uh, if, I don't know, I have a, a very strong gag reflex. Sorry, fellas. Anyways, uh, uh, so I, I had done that a couple of times with uh, uh, with success and had a, a good, you know, sort of mind-altering uh, experiences and, and sort of enjoyed uh, exploring that part of my life and mind. And uh, it always had this sort of feeling of... Um, uh, I had used the phrase recharging your batteries. Yeah, like it, it sort of got your mind into a better space when you're sort of dealing with the stresses and strains of life and COVID and work and everything. Uh, it, it combined... You know what I think it did? Uh, and I've had this thought before is you take it and then time sort of slows down and during that slowed time, uh, you weren't thinking about all those things, those, those aforementioned, not very nice things. Um, so even if it only lasted, you know, some hours, uh, uh, at the end of that, you had some hours where you weren't thinking of that and it just sort of got you back to one is maybe a way I would look at it. And, uh, I very much enjoyed it. And I thought yesterday... That's just what I was in store for. However, uh, somehow, some way, and I'm still not 100% sure how, uh, I, I kind of want to look into it more. Um, did the same thing that I had done before. I was not a, a higher dose. Uh, uh, the only sort of X factor that I can think of, really, is I drank them, uh, 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 swallowed the pills with an energy drink. Uh, you know, I think I, I'm fairly confident that I have had energy drinks while on mushrooms. Like I don't drink them every day by any means, you know, don't worry about that. Uh, it's just every once in a while, maybe on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning, you know, when to get the gate, get the day started and, and you don't want a coffee necessarily, you have one of those and it just, just gets you pumping. Um, so I have the sort of theory that that maybe had the effects of, the most intense just thing period in my entire life hands down 40 years old i have never to this day and i can't imagine ever again will have felt anything like what happened to me yesterday to the degree where uh like calls to 911 <laughs> were discussed at least by me uh so yeah fucked up fucked up um so let me go into some of the, 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 the nitty gritty. So it started off, you know, somewhat normal, kicked in a little quicker than normal, which I thought, oh, you know, that's, that's, that's good. But then quickly, fairly quickly. Uh, so I took it at, uh, uh, early in the morning, which is kind of when I like to do this sort of thing. Then you have the day of, you know, contemplation normally. Um, but then it quickly sort of spiraled downhill, um, the one sort of worry I had, uh, uh, and, and I'll delve into this a bit later as well, is uh, these pills in uh, 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 
mushroom and pill form combined with the fact that uh, I puked thinking, you know, okay, well, uh, at least I'll get it out of my system and then I'll feel better afterwards. Then, and this is going to get a little graphic here, obviously, if talking of puke. When I did puke, uh, but sort of looking into the uh, bowl afterwards, I didn't see anything. It was just like basically water or, or energy drink, I guess. Meaning uh, there was no liquids in my stomach. All that was left were those pills because apparently they didn't come up. was the theory I'm working under. So then I had that debate of do I drink a lot of water in the hopes that that sort of refills my stomach, but then I'm feeling pukey and then uh, I couldn't decide what was right. Now, the scary part is I, my brain was so deconstructed. Jeez. Uh, is that maybe a word I would use? Yeah, maybe to, to the degree where, trying to figure out what to do about this situation and I was unable to uh, unable to use my phone unable to form a thought there was brief moments of lucidity which is uh, something we'll get into later as well where I could have these thoughts but uh, in between moments of just not knowing what's going on uh, not knowing who I am like, like the phrase that I would use, and this is scary to say, a uh, complete mental break. Yes. To that degree, um, uh, not being able to form words, literally could not talk at points, uh, trying to have sentences come out, uh, being unable to do so. So, uh, some debates ran through my mind, of course, the uh, calling 911 as mentioned, uh, uh, the missus was sleeping while this was happening. And then there's that sort of de debate of, oh, Jesus, I feel so stupid. Uh, I, I feel like a fucking idiot. Uh, I don't know how this happened. I don't want her worrying about it. Should I go wake her? Uh, long story short, eventually I did. But there were there was a lot of debate uh, from my mind, <laughs> such as it was at the time, whether or not I should do that. Um, uh, eventually I did do so, uh, for the good, I do believe, uh, trying to one one, I can, for the most part, remember everything, which is also sort of frightening in its own right. Um, but then also feels kind of good that I was able to, uh, w was able to, you know, walk away with memories of it, uh, and, and definitely the knowledge that, uh, 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 mushroom related trips, probably not in my future, uh, <laughs> joked with the missus, you know, afterwards, uh, all right, that's it for mushrooms, you know, maybe, uh, in another 40 years, we'll give it a try. So, you know, when I'm 80 years old, we'll, we'll give it another go. Anyways, uh, so one thing that bugged me of the situation is trying to, and you know what, I've done this since, uh, just to see if it could be done in, in your right mind, trying to find a phone number where you could call someone and, and sort of explain the situation and have them tell you what to do. Uh, I, I guess poison control, that would have been an option, but I was looking for more, uh, a phone number where there's sort of a friendly voice who tells you what to do in this situation. Um, I ended up calling someone. Uh, I, uh, to this, I don't exactly know who it was. I think it was for people, um, like looking to, uh, uh, who, who are addicted to mushrooms and trying to get off them. Uh, it, it was basically just an office, like uh, an office where some poor girl gets a phone call from me, panicked, uh, uh, trying to find help in one of those moments of lucidity before I, uh, you know, lose my mind again. And I am unable to talk and explain things. Uh, it was to, to the degree where I had her on the line and I was so scared that I was going to lose this window of being able to explain things that I asked her, uh, uh can you, uh, I asked her sort of as I was walking up the stairs towards, uh, uh, the bedroom that can you explain this to, uh, the missus? <laughs> uh, because I, you know, because I fear I won't be able to in moments. Uh, and 
not very nice. I feel like if someone did this in my situation, I would try to help. But no, she said uh, she she wasn't unable. This is an office. I can't help with sort of thing. Yeah, sure, I get that. But also, come on, man, your your fellow human in need, <laughs> in dire, terrifying need. Uh, so yeah, that didn't happen. Uh, it, at least it gave me the impetus to go in anyways and sort of explain the situation. Uh, there were brief moments as I explained the situation to the missus, uh, as well as I was able to at the time, where I was sort of lucid, but that fell away. Um, and there were, this is, this is sort of the underlying fear and feeling that I had, was that my mind, my uh, not being a religious person, I'm going to use this word anyways, because I think it's a good explainer, my soul, hmm? My being was literally being torn apart, literally being destroyed. Oddly, I didn't have fear for my body. I thought no matter what happens, time will pass and, and my body will be okay. However, the fear was that whatever is left of me uh, after this situation, uh, will it be... A, a different me will will the me that b before uh, took these mushrooms would that be simply gone and a new me would be in its place yeah horrifying horrifying uh, the, during some of those bleak uh, uh, those brief moments of lucidity and i keep using that phrase because um sometimes during them or at least one time i was able to explain to the missus that there will be times where I'm able to tell you what is happening, but there also will not be as I sort of fade away. Uh, horrible, horrible thing to do to your partner, obviously. Uh, uh, I owe her very, very much. I mean, I know if this happened to her, I would do the same uh, uh, and, and, you know, take care of her as she did me. Um, but still, don't put your significant others through the situation. Uh, it, it's just, it's, that's not a good thing. So there's definitely some guilt wrapped around that. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, w of the silver linings, uh, around it though, at least I know that, uh, my, my psychedelic journeys are probably come to an end. I'm <laughs> going to have to say after that, uh, uh, it would be insane, uh, to continue, uh, c continue that exploration. Uh, I'm sort of looking into, uh, um, and we'll get back to the story in a minute. I'm sort of looking into, you know, like meditation, um, uh, non-psychedelic-induced, you know, sort of uh, inner uh, inner uh, journeys, that that sort of thing. Uh, uh, yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that unfolds. Uh, I have an open mind to it. Uh, you never know. Anyways, uh, so I was able to explain that. Um, the most frustrating part during a lot of this was, uh, when I was unable to talk, <laughs> unable to form a sentence and get out what I needed from the missus, um, uh, the, the frustration from that. And I find myself at a point, and this is sort of fascinating, a lot of fascinating things are, are you know, in retrospect, looking back at this experience, this is it a life-changing experience? I don't know. See, it's the day after, and while I have all these thoughts and feelings, will it change my life? I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. It's curious. Let me put it this way. I suppose the potential exists that it can, but also I don't know if it will. You know, humans are... They can bounce back from a lot of shit. So, uh, anyways, um, one, of the, one of the many fascinating things is not being able to explain to the missus what I need and often not knowing what I need, uh, I sort of created in a, my mind, uh, two versions of her one, which was doing whatever she actually was doing, uh, IRL and one that was doing what I knew I wanted her to do at some level. Uh, so yeah. And that sort of disconnect was there throughout as well. Um, what do they call it? Where it's almost like it's not you. You're looking at yourself. There's a word. Disassociation. Oh, look at that. Look at me remembering a big word. Yeah, uh, so definitely some disassociation uh, throughout the course of all of this. Um, I think the scariest parts 
were that feeling of being broken down and uh, the combination of uh, having your eyes open and everything you see is just sort of it, it doesn't make any sense uh, uh, sometimes it feels like a, a, a physical attack coming from things uh, when I tried to look at words and letters uh, particularly during my uh, less lucid times and, and, and just I couldn't see anything it was just not blind but everything I saw nothing made sense uh, combined with closing your eyes which you think you know that'll help right just close your eyes you won't see it but then uh, the when I felt that feeling of being disassembled strongest uh, was when I closed my eyes and it was almost like uh, I'm going to try to uh, explain the visuals I saw um, like arm uh, oh yeah yeah okay uh, Doc Ock <laughs> you know Doc Ock from uh, Spider-Man he's got those arms with the like uh, pincers on the end picture like billions of those that are slowly just peeling away the bits of my mind that make me me Jesus Christ, fucking saying that out loud. Yeah, complete mental break. That's what it felt like. Um, uh, I was, some of the, the 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 brief moments of lucidity, again, we'll get back to those, and this is what happened. I jumped around a lot, so uh, uh, I guess my conversation of this will jump around a lot as well. Um, uh, during those, I would quite often apologize, you know, profusely for... Uh, uh, putting the missus through this not least of which is because it was you know early in the morning and she fucking loves to sleep in uh so i ruined that so you know that was always in the back of the, my mind also uh me occasionally mentioning that you know what uh, although terrifying now i know there are parts of this that i will that are funny that are ridiculous that i uh, that i know these feelings are stupid <sighs> Okay, what else? Yeah, I, I would repeatedly... Like, basically, I think what I wanted her to do... Uh, and this is kind of sad, because it, it makes makes it sound like or feel like that I didn't trust her. I wanted her to, like, be constantly Googling what to do in this situation. Constantly, like, looking for a phone number for someone to call. I... Oh, uh, you know how I mentioned? This was one of the craziest things. Uh, well, not one of the craziest. I would, I, I'm not going to label the levels of craziness because it's it's all fucking crazy. Um, I could not explain the, my my thoughts around the, the the whole pill and water thing. Um, asking, trying to get her to find out if I should be drinking water or not was uh, was a sort of prime worry, and I every time. I tried to explain my worry about it and try to get her to look up the answer. My brain would just, it would just fall apart. Uh, I do remember on several occasions, uh, and I think it was often of revolving around those specifically where I would start sentences and then, uh, the words turned into nonsense, like literal, you know, uh, that, that lady, uh, that news reporter who started saying, you know, vertacious, blah, 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 blah. Like, like I, I would just start talking in gibberish, uh, eventually realize that I was doing that and then just give up and then wait and hope that I had another window where I could try again. But every time I tried again, uh, the same thing would happen. So I think I eventually gave up. The, what were some of the other things uh, wanting her to constantly uh, be like saying you're going to be okay uh, uh, this will all be over in time oh fucking time that was one of the worst things uh, <laughs> the the fact that during moments you know you know uh, this is all going to be over in a couple hours but then those hours at times feeling like they were days yeah. <laughs> so all picture all I've said, all the horrible, horrible things that felt like they were happening to me. And then also they didn't feel like they were ever going to end because time had stopped. Whew. Uh, what else? Where's <laughs> that fucking enough? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a day past, like it's only been a day and, and even later that day within some hours, uh, you know, things started to come back. I will admit, it is this day later 
and I do have, you know, in the back of my head thought of, am I the same person as I was two days ago? Or has this, uh, you know, talking right now, uh, about it, I feel like, no, I'm, I'm the same person, but did, 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 did a version of me die? Right. Was that the, uh, w- w- <laughs> how do you put this into words? Uh, uh, I exist now. Yes. But is there a version of me that d- no longer exists because of that experience? Deep thoughts, deep thoughts. And I realize, you know, this is silly. It's dumb. It's just, you know, a bad mushroom trip. Uh, a large part of me uh, realizes that. In fact, it kind of makes me think of, and this has come up on the podcast uh, fairly often, and I'm sure we'll uh, more in this post episode 600 world. In fact, I might do an episode devoted to it, but, uh, suffering from depression and, uh, having, uh, been hospitalized for it. Uh, one of my memories of, uh, of that situation was feeling like, uh, uh, the most sane person in an insane asylum. <laughs> uh, uh, and that sort of rings true of this situation. Yes. I had the, <sighs> this experience a mental break i i don't really know what else you would call it but then i'm out of it now and i feel like the most sane person who has had a complete mental break <laughs> or the sort of realization that uh, while i was you know felt crazy for a time uh, 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 I, I knew that it was something that was, pa- it, it's so hard to explain these sorts of things, these, these brain things, but, uh, uh, maybe you listening to this have an inkling of what I am talking about at the very least, uh, uh, interesting story about uh, a bad trip and having my, uh, uh, psyche torn apart and, uh, hopefully rebuilt. Let's hope. <laughs> Uh, folks, uh, uh, I'll probably say it's nice to be nice to the nice for the end of this podcast, unless this is the end. Who knows? Transition. Yowza. Uh, okay, so uh, I did decide to re-listen to that, and holy shit. <laughs> uh okay yeah i know how it sounds i know how it sounds uh if, if yeah uh, interesting to re-listen to it I, I will say i did find at times i could feel myself sort of like physically tensing up like my shoulders sort of raising towards my ears as i sort of i don't want to say relived moments but uh you know when you have an experience like that and you move away from it it starts to fade a bit right but then re-listening to that brought some of it back uh, in, in not altogether pleasant way, but also uh, uh, a contemplative way, let's say. Uh, all right, so what I wanted to do is talk about what happened afterwards. So either that day or the next, I uh, made an appointment with my therapist because I wanted to talk about it. Um, I did some, you know, research online and uh, looked into people talk about similar stories and how it affected them. And to be honest, I, you know, despite... being pretty good at you know researching things online that's one of the things that they taught me in library school after all uh i I couldn't find much or at least not enough to satisfy my curiosity uh fortunately my therapist um she actually runs a a, a ketamine like um not trials what do they call it Uh, where where they're sort of using ketamine to do uh, to help people with ptsd uh so also has knowledge of this sort of as a subject uh, it was interesting because I, you know, uh, as we were talking, I sort of mentioned my, you know, reticence, to say the very least, to ever do mushrooms ever again. Um, and, and she almost said, you know, you know, don't rule it out totally. <laughs> so that was interesting. Uh, part of our talk as well. This is a therapist who I probably hadn't seen in a couple of years. Just every once in a while, someone who I'll go to. Uh, she's amazing. I, I, I couldn't have a better uh, a person to just sort of check in with actually I, I did mean to uh uh message her just to let her know how things have been going um because i thought she might be curious as you will see as this talk continues anyways 
so, so spoke of this, uh, obviously, uh, but also, uh, about my sort of, uh, uh, work stress, which is something that we have spoken of before and about how I felt and had for quite a while felt, uh, that work was just sort of slowly sucking my soul away, uh, uh, slowly, uh, turning me into just like not caring about anything, uh, 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 sucking my will to live as it were. Uh, and it's interesting because you don't necessarily think a therapist is going to say this sort of thing. They come at things, you know, maybe from a more, uh, uh, unbiased, I don't know if that's the right word, uh, stance, to, uh, not one to give opinions necessarily, but, uh, that's why I, one of the reasons I like her also because she's uh, Scottish and I've got some Scottish in me, uh, and she's got a bit of an accent, which I like. Um, she basically straight out said, yeah, quit your job. Uh, <laughs> life is too short to deal with that sort of thing. So I think the combination of just a job that it's slowly ground me down, um, this experience with the mushrooms, as well as a therapist literally saying, you know, quit your job, all those things combined with the fact that uh, they wanted us to go back to the office, to the cubicle farm, uh, a, a place that already made me sometimes feel physically sick because I think it was just sort of uh, dirty is not the right word, but uh, I don't think the air was good in there. It's that old building syndrome. What do they call it? It's it just, you know, I couldn't do it. I, I said, I, I said to them, you know what? I, I'm not coming back to the office if that is not good enough for you that's fine let's part ways and uh, that's just what we did and the you know there's the fear of not having you know a, a good paycheck which it was uh, uh combined with the just absolute weight dropping off your shoulders of not having to deal with this place that is you know uh, metaphorically probably <laughs> <laughs> but maybe literally, uh, killing you. Uh, it, it just felt like the right thing. It, it's of the decisions that I've made since then. It's not one that I've had a moment of regret. So yay. Uh, it took some time, took a couple of weeks just to, you know, uh, uh, get relaxed. I, I hadn't really had a vacation of any length for Jeez, I can't even remember when. Uh, honeymoon, maybe, was the last time I had like a, a week a week off. So that was like 11 years ago, something like that. Uh, so that was nice. Also uh, started the uh, Skylim li uh, Librarian uh, playthrough, which I feel like has been a lot of fun. And also just sort of chill and relaxed, which is uh, some of the things that I'm focusing on. Eventually, now that is uh for the last month or so got a job at a place i won't say it because you know i don't want to get doxxed or anything not that that would happen uh but it's a place that is sort of a uh, how does the owner describe it well the owner's an artist which uh, i will say right off the bat has taken some getting used to from a very structured uh, uh, workplaces that i've worked at since my very first job, KFC, way back in the day. Uh, uh, it, it's a place that focuses on, you know, art and culture, and there's like a, 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 a cafe and shop and uh, ice cream parlor, and, you know, you're selling your, your fancy, you know, uh, bridal wood stuff and your uh, home decor. Uh, it is, uh, again, according to the owner, a feminist empire. I'm the, uh, I'm the only guy working there. Uh, and I think I only have the job because, well, a, because I'm qualified. Yes. But also because I think the owner and I share a lot of the same politics. Um, and it's just a place where my hope is that, uh, I can do things to help others is would be nice a, a safe place for you know lgbtq plus peoples as well uh in fact uh, they have a, a, a we sell books as well that are written by you know people of color uh, uh people uh, who have been you know uh, uh, treated less than uh so it, it's just uh it it's it's a good thing it's a, it's a good thing is my hope uh there's been some uh, rocky moments i will say um, just, 
you know, I don't want to get into it just in case, you know, my boss listens to this, <laughs> but she knows uh, <laughs> that we've had uh, 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 bounced off each other a little bit. Uh, that being said, I do very much like her and like what she's trying to do here and uh, think and hope that uh, the future of this place is bright and uh, will offer just the world a, a, a better place with it in it. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, one of the things that uh, has been an issue is that uh, I have very few hours, uh, you know, coming from a well-paying job to one that uh, unfortunately in this climate uh, can't be as well-paying or give the amount of hours is uh, a bit of a struggle financially. Uh, nothing dire. I'm not, you know, in debt, although my savings are dwindling, let's say. Uh, I've got some things in place that should help that in the new year. So uh, even that stress has sort of gone away. And I think I'm going to sort of reach a balance at this point where I'll be able to uh, work in this amazing place and help and uh, do good, uh, but then also have money to pay my mortgage. <laughs> it's that uh, goddamn uh, universal basic income that we need to work towards just as a human society uh, so that uh, these sorts of decisions don't have to be as dire, where you can choose the, the, the path of doing good for the world uh, without having to worry about you know living on the street <laughs> because of it. Uh, one day, one day. Uh, I feel like that's an inevitability. Uh, okay, uh, another thing, another silver lining of the uh, experiences that have sort of come of this, uh, of, of the shrooms, uh, I even hinted at, I noticed, that I was going to look into meditation, which I think I did, like, within a day or two. Like, I immediately started doing it. Uh, uh, meditating, that is. It's interesting because I tried maybe five years ago, if I had to guess, somewhere in that neighborhood, uh, tried to, uh, you know, practice meditation on the regs, uh, and, but I, I bounced off it. It just, uh, it didn't take, I think I like, I maybe did it for a week and then it just sort of faded away. Whereas now, uh, I, I'm doing it every day. Yeah. And, and it's not a, although I didn't yesterday, <laughs> but that's because it was new year's Eve, I guess is the excuse, which I shouldn't make excuses. Um, but then there's the, uh, the, the fact that once you get going, uh, one of the things that you learn or are taught, or at least I have been, is that even if you don't sit down and do it every single day, which you should do, and I like doing, um, you can find moments throughout the day where you sort of use the practices you learn while you're doing it. Uh, so, you know, just stop what you're doing for... 10 seconds and sort of use some of the, 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 the techniques and tools that you do when you're actually sitting down and purposefully meditating. Uh, uh and I find that has actually helped with a lot of things. And in, in fact, in general, uh, it's helped. I've reached out to someone who, uh, uh I know who meditates and have uh, some talk with them as well, which has been nice. Um, just in general, I have found it's, it's very hard to explain that's first and foremost like when the missus or uh, uh, my family asks about it it's easier <laughs> this is one thing i found of meditation it's easier to explain what it's not than what it is like it's not just to sit there and uh, be calm and and be a, a, a lead a more calm and peaceful life and remove stress you know, those can be benefits of it. Those can be almost side effects of it, but that's not what it actually is. Um, there are, you know, and this is not something I realized until I started delving into it a little bit. Uh, there's different types of meditations. The one I am primarily practicing is uh, one called mindfulness, where you're just, you're just sort of paying attention. Yeah, you're, you're, you're just paying attention to and not even analyzing what is happening to your mind and your body. That's, you know, kind of boiled down. I think that's kind of how I would, uh, would phrase it. And you're, <laughs> I, I think what we'll do is in this post episode, uh, 600 world, we'll, we'll probably devote an episode to meditation. It would be nice to get a guest for that as well. Um, but it, it, it's definitely something that I'm, you know, full force into and, uh, very much enjoying and has found it has made a positive impact on my life. Yeah. 
we'll leave it at that for now. It's just the words I have found in trying to explain. Um, yeah, they're hard. <laughs> words is hard sometimes. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, in terms of episode 600 and what we were going to have going forward, uh, I, I have over the course of, geez, for a long time now, had some notes uh, uh, regarding episode 600. So I thought I would just peruse those. So, uh, there's the debate of stopping at episode 666, you know, just for satanic reasons, of course. Uh, <laughs> there's the fact, oh yeah, uh, I hope you enjoy the new opening and closing. It's just a brief little boop, 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 boop. Um, those notes, I think I've read something that there was like a study done about uh, uh, those particular notes and how they're very catchy or something like that. I forget why I chose them. Uh, new closing formats, uh, just new closing and no format at all, just free form where it could talk about anything. Yeah, that's that's true. That's, that's what we're hoping to work towards. Uh, also no longer post anywhere. Oh yeah, uh, so... I spoke of this in 599, so I won't uh, rehash it too much. I used to sort of post the episode around uh, for people to find, but now it's just going to drop on uh, Podbean, who's the host, and uh, any you know, pod uh, podcast apps that uh, might have it available. It's just going to be there. Uh, episode descriptions, uh, it's just going to basically be one description. Uh, you know what? Uh, 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 well, you'll see it there. Um, Basically, what I did with the description is for people who are hopping on somehow, some way, uh, post episode 600, where I explain episode 1 to 299 was recorded in my car while driving. Um, so, uh, you know, that explains that audio. Because, you know, it's that thing if people go back to episode 1 and listen, be like, oh, geez, audio's not great on this. What is he in his car? Uh, yeah, I was. Uh, then 300 to 599 was at home with the segments, and then 600 plus is whatever the hell we want to do. Whatever the hell we want to do. Um, can talk about media, shower thoughts, life hacks, but uh, uh, notes will be minimal. Uh, uh, bumpers or segments. No notes, bumpers or segments. Yeah, that's, the, that's probably true. We might have segments just in terms of we'll try different things, and I suppose that would be a segment. Um, but, but not like set segments like your movie monologues and such. Uh, sometimes just read things, talk freely, let flow what may. Yeah, I like that. Let flow what may. Let flow what may. That's uh, something I find myself saying more and more uh, in these times. Uh, show notes for... Oh, yeah. So this is something uh, uh, I've sort of been debating using uh, Evernote rather than... Uh, Gmail for my notes, just so I could easily just add anything at any time. I, I think that's the easiest way to do it. I don't know. Uh, that I want to play around with a bit. So that's going to flow as it may. Hmm. Uh, also, all of this with an asterisk. Maybe I stop and come back. Who knows? Convert it to a D&D podcast. Oh, yeah. I thought maybe I might every once in a while throw in a D&D session as an episode. Who knows? Uh, here's one that I don't think I'm going to do. <laughs> Maybe every 10 episodes pay for cameo from comedian. Uh, yeah, that was back when I had a, a, a high paying, uh, corporate type job. Uh, so probably won't be doing that one. Uh, post episode so test to see who's listening by devoting episodes to individual. Oh yeah. That was an interesting idea I had. Uh, I don't know if I'll do it, but to like take, one of my friends don't mention them by name, but just devote an episode to where I talk about, you know, sort of my love of them and, 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 uh, how I'm glad they're in my life and, uh, maybe a story or two from the past, that sort of idea. Um, <laughs> 10,000 hours has prepared me for this. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Uh, practically NFTs now. I don't even know what that means. Uh, not going to post. Yeah. I talked about that. Uh, 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 get into habit of emailing myself whenever something elicits a strong emotion. Huh. <laughs> I actually wrote, huh. <laughs> All right. Uh, 
description of the scene. Yeah, okay. I guess that's uh, that's it for uh, my 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 episode six hundred notes, which is interesting. I, I thought I had more than that, but uh, that's fine. What more do you need, really, folks? What more do you need? Uh, speaking of you, folks, listening to this, uh, do you exist? Uh, I will and have for six hundred plus because I got special episodes. Uh, tried now to get a little audience participation. And uh, fails basically every time. Uh, I, I figure maybe I'll just try once in this uh, episode 600 and you know, probably not try again, but who knows. If you are listening to this, let me know. Yeah, that's all. If you listen to this episode, let me know. Say, uh, uh, hashtag, <laughs> you don't have to hashtag it, just uh, uh, reach out somehow, some way, and say, Jordan. I listened to your episode 600 and, uh, it'll mean a lot to me, you know, period. Uh, I guess that is it. Anything you would like to say to me? No. Okay. Uh, I am still going to end because I have to, because you know, it fits so, so very well. Uh, and it's true now more than ever. And that is to say that it's nice to be nice to the nice that was the podcast